Tuesday, 15th of September, 2020. Welcome to Ellipsis. My name is Ravneet and you are listening to episode 46. I am reading Robert Frost today. Bring back memories of high school English textbooks. Those two famous poems, Two Roads Diverged in a Wood and Mending Walls, if you remember. Two Roads Diverged in a Wood found fresh limelight last week when a post about the context of the poem went viral. Over at the poets.org website, which I read from often, was a short essay talking about the real reason Frost wrote that poem. About how Frost's much-revered poem about choosing unpopular paths at milestone moments in your life was in fact written well in jest to a friend that Frost used to walk with and who was always undecided about forks in the road on their jungle sojourns. I think while that may be fresh and mirthful light upon an old favourite, Frost's poems, nearly all of them, have this special unusual quality about them. He can take an ordinary everyday moment and make it momentous by ascribing meaning to it that can only come with a poet's attentive eye. For instance, this short one, Dust of Snow. Dust of Snow The way a crow shook down on me, the dust of snow from a hemlock tree, has given my heart a change of mood and saved some part of a day I had rued. That poem is 34 words only, but such a self-contained and pretty thought. I also remember being similarly moved by mending walls. Something there is that does not love a wall. So when I read about Frost's poem last week, uh, Two Roads Diverged in a Wood, I went down a rabbit hole of reading more of his poems. I wanted to see what else he had written, what his life was like and what were the dominant themes of his poetry. It was a delightful couple of hours and I am reading today two of his less quoted poems, both of which struck me with their beauty and simplicity. One is an observation of a beach scene and the way he elevates a universal preoccupation of staring out at the sea to a pithy note on human tendencies. The second is another poem about observation and habit. I think the time he spent on his maternal grandfather's farm in his youth was a big influence on his writing of oh the luxury of observing, reading and writing. So first up, neither out far nor in deep. Neither out far nor in deep. The people along the sand all turn and look one way. They turn their back on the land they look at the sea all day. As long as it takes to pass, a ship keeps raising its hull. The wetter crown like glass reflects a standing gull. The land may vary more, but wherever the truth may be, the water comes ashore and the people look at the sea. They cannot look out far, they cannot look in deep. But when was that ever a bar to any watch they keep? And now the second one, on looking up by chance at the constellations. 
you'll wait a long long time for anything much to happen in heaven beyond the floats of cloud and the northern lights that run like tingling nerves the sun and moon get crossed but they never touch nor strike out fire from each other nor crash out loud the planets seem to interfere in their curves but nothing ever happens no harm is done we may as well go patiently on with our life and look elsewhere than to stars and moon and sun for the shocks and changes we need to keep us sane it is true the longest drought will end in rain the longest peace in china will end in strife still it wouldn't reward the watcher to stay awake in hopes of seeing the calm of heaven break on his particular time and personal sight that calm seems certainly safe to last tonight so musical all these poems of robert frost i've recently started doing a course on the craft of poetry and i'm beginning to see the craft elements for myself in the poems i read it explains how rhyme and rhythm go a long way in helping a reader enjoy the process of consuming a poem for robert frost's poem the delight is so apparent in his rhyme schemes and in the perfect meter of his poems which give a lilt to your voice when you read it without really meaning to be musical the alteration of stressed and unstressed syllables making it so easy to read it rests so easily on the tongue you can see how the craft has been used so effectively that it is completely transparent and yet the rhythm it creates is what make the poem makes the poem music to your ears today i have been reading from the all poetry website find yourself an idle afternoon and read some robert frost link in the show notes until friday living in ellipses ravneet bawa Thank mm-hmm. you.